Okay, now I'm good. What about my sweat equity? Sweat equity. Sweat equity. Howdy, Hate it. My, my, my sweat equity. equity podcast. We got This has a hard intro out, right? No. What about my sweat equity? It's only 20 seconds, so Woo! not a lot of time for you to bullshit. I'm a longer lover than that. Not me. Yeah. In and out. In and out. Three pumps. Ladies don't like you to take forever. You got like a fifteen minute stop, like clock, and you're then it's like just okay, whoa, fifteen I'm over. minutes. Hey guy, what what are we talking Real, about? Uh, that's just, you just went both polar opposites. That's without any foreplay. That's the like just taking it. Just think about baseball the whole time. What oh. to get there to make it that long? Yeah. Yes, I do. That's got to be like a record. Yeah, like world record or something. You know, nobody wants that record either way, longest or shortest. I was saying like three minutes. I mean, Max. Yeah? Yeah. I'm a stud. What can I say? Yeah. You, uh, the stud, uh, I want to look at stats uh, on my watch before and after because <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't tested that for, I've worn for it. reasons you can do deductive logic. But um, I, I wore my, my new one that has the uh, heart rate monitor just to see if I was in AFib when I was done because it's like – What's AFib? That's like uh, an irregular heartbeat where – a, above 120 or something no no it's like an irregular um damn you sound grizzled <coughs> what's wrong i've been hustling it's like uh when you got, you're in afib i think it's a, a regular heartbeat that just indicates some sort of badness like you're gonna have a heart attack like uh if you're above 150 probably well it's not checking your heart rate it's like the the pattern of it so it's like that would be stroke would be like um huge valleys yes yeah you knew one word of it. <laughs> well, I mean, it out there. Well, it'd be like it. It'd be the. It'd be volatile. It would look crazy. I forgot I was doing the uh, directing today. <laughs> yeah. And so I, we'll uh, try and keep that going if, as best I can. And Dude. I look like an extra at a snatch with my uh, Adidas. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> warm up gear. You look like a Wes Anderson movie. A little bit. Yeah. I mm. I can, I can dig that. I need my big Ro- uh, Sam Rothstein glasses from Casino. I just watched Isle of Dogs. What's that? The Wes Anderson animated dog movie. It's I, good. Is it Netflix? It's on HBO. I was going to say, I heard Netflix is doubling down oh. on just dogs. Just like, no, 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 like all transparency. Just like, we're going to put a bunch of just dog crap, like not dog crap, but dog, <laughs> just not that New good. from Netflix, dog crap. Just you, look at it. You know it. how they flooded, Netflix uh, probably four years ago flooded Net, their own stuff because people were starting to pick off like all the other companies the production houses started going hey 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 nbc's like wait a minute we got parks and rec we can put it over here on our own thing called CISO that no one will do yeah but like they had to flood their own uh their own system with just whatever they could get mm-hmm. south park did an episode on it yeah I, you know i feel like they're doing that again but just in niche parts yeah they're going the podcast route go go super specific yeah 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 well dogs they just literally have something that's like a documentary about cute dogs <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> wow we are in idiocracy Can you hear me? so i think that's interesting but you had uh, i want to hear about your watch oh well i got other than I, afib well no i got the new apple watch which and one? the four nike plus which does the heart rate monitoring 
I don't know what it's actually supposed it, to be. Mine called. does that. It's a three. Not the heart rate. The it, it's like a an EKG on your watch. Oh. But it doesn't. It's not. It's like it just tells you you're not having a heart attack. I kind of like that as a hypochondriac. That's why I want to. <laughs> oh, like, I think I'm playing. Oh, you you have that too. Kinda. I thought you were way more chill than that. No, well, I mean, now I feel okay because it was just being a hypochondriac. But um, I have the thing: if you said you were gonna have a heart attack, I'd have a heart attack. Yes, that gets in my head. I know we should Even be better not, about that. It's not contagious, <laughs> yeah. but uh, anything that's contagious, I'm like, I think I got that. Yeah, but I um, probably narcissism. Yeah, uh, fucking can't. I got in the shower. And put it on the now ledge. Yeah. And then my wife comes in. All right. And I got in the shower, closed the door. Baby number three on the way. Watch was definitely still just sitting there. And I get out and it's on the floor. And Nikki had come in to use the potty. Because that's how we roll that's in my wife, house. For those that don't know. Pretty sure it was a, a number one. I don't remember. Um, yeah, you're one of those couples. Yeah. Which is most couples. I could never that yeah and i got out and it's on the ground and i was like man i'm fucking so stupid i knocked that shit off and then down the line she's like that's a big deal you know you just we'll just I'll get you a new one i wonder if the watch could tell you what happened Ooh. like alexa figuring out murders yeah i don't think it will <laughs> but but you know like you've heard those stories right like, yeah yeah they they like because like, it's always recording unless uh, we need to do that on this podcast. I'm not sure what the command is, but you can tell it to stop. Hey, Siri. That's not going to work. Hey, Siri. This shit never works. I know. That's how, but that's how I have to address Siri. Hey, Siri. Yeah. But uh, I think. Because that's how you calibrated it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> regret it. Because I didn't want anybody else that had a mumbly, raspy tone to be able to do it. So. Um, it's directing is harder than it looks. You're yeah, fine. You're fine. You're doing great. Mm. Don't worry about it. You're not even doing a one shot on yourself. I know. I don't want to see my shiny hand. Um, but so you found it on the ground. So yeah, you got to figure out it's a who done it. And the only suspect is my wife, who's very uh, enthusiastic about just getting just we'll take care of it. I'm sure the good doctor will uh, be proud to hear this opening of the podcast. Yeah, when she listens, sure. I'm really scared. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> don't send it to her. I'm face. not. Gonna, I would never send that to her. Yeah. Don't. Uh, no way. Um, no. I got to get my teeth clean. I'm worried about that. All right. Well, she has a clean get, teeth. No, she's my. She's gonna. She's gonna haze me, which I need. I deserve like a personal trainer. I deserve it. She's gonna do that no matter what. I know. I know. That's kind of the beauty of doing dentistry. I was thinking about that. Is like it's kind of like carpentry or kind of what we do with digital. Is like you can always find something that's wrong. In a way, you can sure accountants can always audit and find something that you're doing incorrect. Yeah, I guess there's a certain there's finite ones. There's finite jobs like um, like pouring concrete. Yeah. You know, it's what about another parking lot over here? There's a space you pour concrete. There's not a lot of room to kind of wiggle room and variables. But I feel like well, at Forest Hills Dental, we pride ourselves on quality craftsmanship and honest service craftsmanship <laughs> sure it's a craft craft industry yeah why not artisans industry Ooh, uh, apple apple smoked bacon uh we throw a beard on her we could do a whole <laughs> that could be a fun little uh, advertising yeah advertising campaign just completely out there the hipster we don't care about insurance you don't yeah you really don't we do no we uh it doesn't insurance doesn't matter at our place 
I mean, we we file all of everybody's insurance for them if they if they so choose. But like, you can have any insurance, no insurance, don't matter. Well, look, how about this? We we didn't we had a couple of topics coming into this. We can talk about doing a creative for your own bit, like your own digital commercial, because anybody can kind of shoot one now. Yeah. And I think, I think uh, you gotta. We can kind of go over that because I think that's a good kind of how to, but also. I feel like a lot of people stop doing it because they're not sure of the template. They have an idea, but they're not sure how to execute. Right. Well, with this stuff, it's like when in doubt, just uh, copy somebody else. I mean, the the bottom line is is that everything is a copycat industry. Like they'll say, "Oh, football's a co- NFL's yeah, yeah, a copycat yeah. league." It's like, dude, everybody's doing that. Like, you want to see what's good? What does good look like? The only, thing that. That, the only thing that's self-policing in that respect to be original is kind of is comedy if you want to be in that world. Like we want to exactly. be in that world still. And it's like if you're stealing bits, I mean, I was watching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel mm-hmm. and good show. Check it out. It's good. Amazon Prime. It's really good. Uh, the main the main gal who's in it. You see her boobies. First, the first episode. episode. Real yeah. nice. Yeah. Real <laughs> impressive. Um, but I'm saying, you're not, <laughs> now I'm stuck. Now you're on tits. Okay. All right. Marvelous so what we're, we're talking about, stealing luscious, bits. juicy. <laughs> we're talking about tits. Bean what bags. are we talking about? Um, give me a minute and reset. Stealing okay. bits. I got to take the Nintendo cartridge out <laughs> and then put it back in. Yeah. Um, so stealing bits in the fifties, like everybody kind of stole from each other. They make it sound like it's commonplace. I, I don't like the illusion that pe- people still think like you don't write your own material yeah that's not the case but they definitely did that back in the day where sure. they would like sure. even rogan talks about how like him and um who was Fitz it simmons, Fitz simmons. Share yeah they yeah, would yeah. share material that's and they but they also caveat they didn't know any better and so like once once we kind of got into this transparent era a bit where the internet kind of makes everything a little bit more it's an equalizer. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say that. Then I think of social media and how fake everybody is on there. But um, but if you really wanted to dig down on those people, you could probably expose them pretty easily, sort of thing. Right. I mean, you have your Mencias as a um, as a kind of uh, exception to the rule. But the way I always looked at stealing bits is like you're basically looked at like a child molester in the comedy community. Yeah. And in any art, you can't just go. If you if you're like literally doing paintings, you can't and you do that in your spare time. You can't just go. I'm gonna do this Georgia O'Keeffe, yeah. duplicate it and then call it mine. Yeah, and even if you do, it's not gonna be exactly the same. It, that'll you know? be in a hotel somewhere. Like, yeah, it's just like Thonasassa, Florida. Or congratulations, like you did it worse and you copied it. Yeah, you got motel hotel art. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. So. I always look at that, like in business, it's the opposite. It's always like, look at the competitor, look at or steal ideas from everybody else Mm -hmm. and do it better, do it quicker, do it more efficient, whatever that is, more productive, all that, all those kind of things. Uh, So it's kind of a weird dichotomy. But for those listening that don't care about the comedy world, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. We, of course, the comedy heartstrings, we don't like that. And I'm going to stick to comedy for this digital commercial because it gets the most shares. Yeah. Nobody's uh, passing along a dramatic commercial. You're not going to be good enough to do to execute that on yeah. no budget, right? Yeah. Those big brand awareness ones where Honda has a heart or like, yeah. you know, like uh, Gillette. You've got Liam Schreiber about, talking over it. <laughs> Gillette cares about 
toxic masculinity. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? What is this? If you did that as a local business, you'd be a total joke. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Like, it, you would you would try to look – it would look off because everybody knows your local business. I just think of the uh, the lawyer commercials extreme, like – Pepper Crew and a local law firm that took themselves way too seriously. Hey, family friend, I I'm not going to say anything. So. Well, I'll, if I ever see them, I will tell them that they take themselves too seriously <laughs> in the commercials. And I, at a time, wanted to pitch them like, you guys need to go extreme with it. Make yourselves look like complete badasses. So no a, shirts. Pop, pop them off. Like that's get, a good segue. That's a good segue into the pre-production of it, right? Because. It doesn't matter to them. They don't need it. It's like the producers. Mm -hmm. Law firms, now, yeah, if they take a risk, they might get a lot more out of it. But they don't need to take that risk. Right. It's For them, it's mitigated risk. They don't care. It's about frequency. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't ever – why would they do that? But it, I just want to see it happen. So so the producers, if you remember that play or the, the movie, is, is they put on a springtime for Hitler. It doesn't matter how bad it is. It's so bad. It's like being the Buffalo Bills or the Tampa Bay Bucks. They still get paid no matter mm -hmm. what. There's, yeah. no, it doesn't matter the quality on stage. They're still going to make money. Right. So that's the idea of the producers. That's how I see the lower level football teams with revenue share. Uh, yeah. But for law firms in this area, which is I think the top like per capita the most marketed for lawyers attorneys in really in, yeah in the metro, metropolis area in America yeah. Well, think about it. I mean, we do. I just figured There's it was like that everywhere. Um, so uh, I heard that stat a while ago. I got to look that up. Um, but I would say it's that thing of they just care about frequency. Mm -hmm. And you can see the big dogs do that. The guys that spend the most, they don't really care about it. They stay in the pocket. They're not going to take any risks. So think about your business. And if you need to make a splash, then you, then you should maybe do a riskier one. But while you're shooting... Maybe do a safe one and a risky one mm -hmm. at the same time. And this that's what we call an A-B split. Yeah. You want to test your commercial against itself, right? Mm -hmm. So you do – let's say you're a Cuban sandwich. You place. do it with all your advertisement. Yeah. you well, But now you can do production to where you, you don't have to cut film anymore. It's not like – people still think they have this production part where it, it has to be elaborate. You can shoot a lot of stuff with four guys. Yeah. That yeah. looks just as – like this show, a lot of people are like, how many people are helping you with the show? It's like, I'm being director right now. Look at me. Literally, yeah, literally, you're doing the producing. You've set up the studio. Like, you, you, I'm really tired though. <laughs> sure, sure, but I'm saying like we're gonna figure out how to auto have that. We have we can get in John Paul remote. That's the new. That's the next step. Yeah, and we would if it wasn't so early in the morning. And the point, Sweet but the point man. is, is like the the what that means is the cost isn't as high, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the barrier to entry, right? You now you got to be able to project manage people that can do it. That's the other hard. That's the hard part because sure. everybody's a feral cat in this gig economy. But uh, I would say in the pre-production, you want to go. All right, are we going to be showing this a lot, or do we have like one shot at it? Is it a promotion? What what are we, what's the objective? You yeah. should always start there. Mm -hmm. And then, do you have a brand? What's your brand? What are you about? What's the style? What's the tone? Are we going Portlandia? Hipster idea. Right. For a dentistry. I think that's funny. Yeah. Right? That would be a funny way to get your local business out. Sure. Because at the same time you're you're shooting that one, we're going to take off all the costumes and just shoot a very general yeah, vanilla. vanilla and use that as a frequency. Yeah. 
Well, just quick tangent. Did you happen to see the Morgan and Morgan, the biggest law firm in the world? They had, for Christmas they had a John Morgan dressed up with a Photoshop Santa thing. Yeah, and then they had a. I don't know if you're watching at home. They had a, a golden uh, sleigh coming out of the side of his head, uh-huh. and it looked like somebody took a gun and <laughs> shot John Morgan in the head, and his brains were gold. Uh, that and might I was be a like, Rorschach test for yourself. <laughs> I was like nobody else sees this, <laughs> but it. I definitely, I definitely I, saw I, the commercial. And not thought about that ever, but it was a billboard or a billboard, uh, and it was a billboard where you wouldn't see it. I remember the one he's dressed oh, up as Santa, but uh, but yeah. But they don't. Somebody care. out there knows what I'm talking. about. They're so big, they created their own ad agency. Like they, that yeah, that's separate technically, I think, from Morgan Morgan. But uh, well, there was a while where I was trying to record the uh, the radio commercials because at the end he goes pound law. That's all. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I wanted that. You Somebody you say pound it, law. You say it enough, and and, uh, and especially the radio crowd listening to it, yeah. right? You're the that's the laggard kind of audience. We call them the programmables. Okay, I like that. I like that better than laggard community. <laughs> I don't know what that means. There's laggard. A, there's like a like marketing class 101 in college. They talk about like your your first mover audience, uh, your first adopter audience, then your mm-hmm. laggard audience, which is like the glut. That's the big part of the bell curve. Those are the people that listen to radio, watch network TV, mm-hmm. watch local watch news, watch dog shows on Netflix. <laughs> Pretty much, that's what they're going for. And that's they're also the ones with the money. We uh, love you. Most yeah, of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Because uh, they're older. But the but just like comedy where you go, okay, we know Portlandia is one of the best things out there. We know that for a good comedy acumen. Um, but I know most of the country hasn't even heard of it. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's the sort of thing where you, we would love to do that sort of commercial, but it's not exactly playing to the target audience that we want to have come into the office sort of thing. Right. It, it's, it would be more of a sketch. It would be, yeah, it would be, su- <laughs> it would be shareable amongst people our age and younger, I hope, but uh, whether it would bring in business in terms of uh, actual dollars, you know, it's like maybe it raises the, the brand awareness. But we could think of something that's funny in the dental kind of community. We could play against. They got tons of stuff. Well, we have the setting, so you you have to audit your resources too. That's yeah. that's something I forget to tell people in the whole process. So before that should I, be step one. Be, actually. Well, before I get into uh, let's break everything down into a third because how much time are we at right now? Uh, Eighteen and a half. Okay, so break any project you're trying to do, any idea you're trying to do. Someone told me break it into thirds, and that's going to help tremendously. Then you can break those into thirds if you want, mm-hmm. make it nine steps. But you go pre-production. Production, post-production. Pretty simple, right? No, Nothing crazy there. So you've got idea in the, in the pre-production. You've got the audit of your resources, meaning do you have cash or we already have the setting if yeah. you want to do a dental one. How, how good can you make it look with what you've got? What like, cameras stuff do we have? How many favors can I call in maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to get as much production value, make it look as much like a movie as you can for what you have, and then look into cheaper helpers that'll buster, bustle, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, bustle? Make it look better. Um, I'm retarded right enhance? now. I'm sorry! This is why we shouldn't do the podcast in the morning. In a rush? No, this is, no, it's fine. It's, but, well, you've been up since four. I got a, I stayed up late working, and I yeah. got up at eight. Uh, idea, audit, 
or objectives should be somewhere in those top three, right? Robust. <laughs> Jesus. Good God, man. That was man. a dad move. I did that yesterday. Ah, that's the word, robust. <sighs> um, objective, idea, audit. So if I didn't know anything, I would call you. i call our video partner, 28Monkeys, a, a friend of the program, Damien Alpazar. i call you all up and i go, what do I need to shoot this idea? Yeah. Uh, and you go, hey, maybe a H4N mic. Uh, or audio recorder, maybe a, a ten dollar slate, maybe one of the Mevo cameras. You can borrow that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you figure out, you go over. Okay, what's that list I need of things I don't know about? I'm gonna go research that. Then how? What's the budget I have? Right. So budget after that. And that's a lot of what we do too. It's we've done this in the past where we've set people up with studios in their office right there, so they can film their blog posts, do whatever to have that content ready to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we gotta find a catchy name for that to package it but with direct to camera videos that are easy to shoot it's just your opinion you probably already wrote something yeah something that's um you know just click a couple buttons and you're good to go and then take away that headache of the setup and all that because that's where all the time goes you know that content i always say is like uh writing a bachelorette or bachelor speech whatever made uh fucking made of honor uh, yeah short and sweet Right, stay stay in your stay in your pocket with that. Yeah, Don't go time. extreme. Let the creatives around you help you. I've I've done so many like punch up on people's like uh, best man. Oh, dude. Toast and stuff. Yeah. Well, John Paul and I have filmed like you know a hundred weddings, and it's just like every time. Why people think that long makes it good? I don't know. But like rambling, it's just like I've seen people print out three pages and read it. And then go through, and I just audible groan. I go, oh, God. <laughs> are you stupid? We're waiting why to are you eat, punish- buddy. Yeah, why are you punishing us? Nobody wants to hear this. We're going to get drunk and dance. So that's a little bit of self-awareness. That's kind of, I would put that, if I'm going to weave it back into this, is more of your, um, you know, as far as the creative and the content that you're planning out in the pre-production part, be self-aware of your audience. Big time. If, and we're, if-, if we're trying to get y'all's audience for the uh, Forest Hills Dental, we're going broader, and we want kind of older, really. Yeah. So we might do something that's uh, – we'll do a risky creative over towards older people that might get shared. Yeah. We want to do, like, Toy Story funny sort of thing that's, like – Clever. That's funny for any age. Like, there's uh, – cartoons, be, I mean – It could be done, yeah. Pixar is the best at it. I mean, having kids, like, it really opens you up comedy-wise because you could see you don't have to be talking about farting or sex or dicks all the time, like – there's stuff out there. You don't have still. to be crass like us. Yeah, I mean, we do it for fun. Yeah. It's for fun. But, you know, it reminds you, like... Well, this is the place for it. Yeah. That's not the place for it. Exactly. Um, this is our outlet. So you have creative... Did you come in it? <laughs> you have the content, which is kind of like... Creative, to me, is more of the t- style and tone. Uh, the content's more of, like, what do we need to get it to say? What's the call to action? You know, how long is it? That kind of thing. Right. 30 seconds, under 29 seconds. 29 or under is great for digital commercials for Instagram, Facebook, um, Pinterest even. Mm-hmm. And you can do, you can get them all cut, the same commercial. You can get them all cut in that vertical if you want that 9 by 16 ratio or 16 by 9, which is your normal one, um, or square. Yeah. And if you're not like video editing savvy, you can do stuff like Shaker or I haven't found any others, but. There's Animoto. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of if you go to alternative2.net, 
you can look up any of the competitors for any of these apps that we we've put out there. But Shaker without the E, it's a Korean company. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually uh, that alternative has a, a Chrome plugin. Yeah, that'll yeah, pop yeah. up every time. They just want they want to track you. That's all they want to do. That's fine. Um, I'm being tracked by many entities. So uh, creative content, and then like you can worry about the scheduling, but you might want to have an idea when this is going to be scheduled because if you're we did campaigns. We have uh, this pirate festival in Tampa that's like our our Mardi Gras called Gasparilla. We shot something for a moving company here. We had to shoot it in two weeks because it was right it was butting up right against this. We have call it Pirate Month here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never heard that, and I've lived here for thirty five years. Yeah, no, I'm just saying for lack of a better term, because people don't know what Gasparilla is. It's pirate. It's all pirate stuff for about a month. So we had to get it done by this time two years ago. So the parades on Saturday, so we could start pushing it out there. Yeah. So you got to look at the schedule ahead of time. You don't have to get crazy about it. Well, on the other side of that is, do you have time to shoot multiple commercials in that setting when you have everything set up and you have your production team there? Plan to try and do more than, uh, you know, just one for sure. You want to have... So here's my advice for that is have the main one that you need to get done, right? Right. And shoot it in whatever story whatever order you need according to your resources, meaning movies shoot in different orders because they have to work around actor schedules and they have to work around settings. Mm-hmm. So those are the big constraints they have to first get. What what can they shoot and when? Right. And what's the best time to do that? For you, the person listening that is trying to put this all together, you've got a day to shoot, call it a Sunday. Um, you've got eight hours. You, you You're paying a couple friends to do it. A couple hundred bucks to those to these guys that are hungry. You find some guys that are like y'all videographers that they're out there um, that are still hungry and want to shoot something. Yeah, want their name on it. Um, just you, hustling, just trying to make money. I mean, you, you got you say four four people for uh, two hundred bucks for the day day rate or something like that. That seems about fair. Yeah, but that's even. I mean, you that's low. Be, but I'm saying like at most, realistically, for a small business, you probably don't need to hire any more than two people I'm saying, individuals in the room sort of thing i'm saying with the post too yeah whatever I mean, most guys do it all is, is i guess the point but um yeah that's and ask a lot of questions to them why is there fat on this edit why is there stuff like that yeah don't exactly. be play play that you don't have experience that's that's helpful like if you don't know you don't know anything about this world just ask a lot of questions yeah well something that we do is we plan to do everything so that it's just you and I, if right, we have to. Right, right, like, right. I've got it set up that, you know, if JP sleeps in, we can still podcast and do it. Okay. So I mean, put your manager hat on. We call it contingency planning. Uh, and that might be the formal name, but I always think of everything of like, okay, if one of these kids doesn't show up, what are we going to do? Exactly. Can Assume I, that I can it'll hold be a just gaff. you. Yeah. I can hold a boom mic or whatever. Like, that's fine. As the owner paying them, you're going you to you're gonna have to get in there. Like, yeah. You're gonna have to be involved, but don't, but let them do as much as they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the and other, absorb, absorb the knowledge. Look, and then pay attention. And then look at the day. Like we got eight hours. I think we can get. <clears throat> I think we can get one of these shot at least in four hours, uh, but at worst six. Yeah. And then let's see if we can use the other four or two hours to kind of get a second one in. Yeah. Maybe a third one if we can run through it really quick. So use if you're paying for that day, just like any outside help. Try to maximize that the most you can. While I'm thinking of it. that's the most expensive part. 
when it comes to like day of production stuff, you need to have somebody, um, you don't have to call them a director, but you need to have somebody making a final decision on uh, creative, uh, whatever comes up, you know, like somebody needs to be able to sit there and say, no, let's do it this way. Because if you sit there and have debates, those eight hours turn into three hours so quickly, especially with creative arguments. You know. And that and that's why you got to become nutty about the pre-production because it'll make your production cost way less. Right. The pre-production, you can get all that stuff out of the way. Uh, you can say it's going to go like this. Boom, boom, boom. That's how it's going to be laid out. No arguments. You know, Leave time in case somebody comes up with an idea while they're there. A but, shot list. Right. Shot list is huge. I mean, if they don't... If they don't provide a shot list, you have it for photography. Same thing. You want to kind of sketch out like, all right, I want to get a solo shot of him looking like this. I want to get a two shot, meaning two people in one frame Mm -hmm. uh, doing dialogue, you know, over the shoulder. This is a two shot right now. If you're watching. Uh, One shot. Yeah. One shot. Uh Two shot. Sorry for people listening only. You look tiny in your one shot. Uh, Oh. I don't know. No, it's just hiding. You're not zoomed in enough. Whatever. But use use horse sense. Like I could just see that. Like I I filled up the whole shot when he was uh, just doing it, switching now, and then when it switched to your one shot, if you're you have a lot of space around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Make everything matchy matchy. So which I did not. Well, unless you're trying to make it seem like you're small. I'm so tiny. Like Guillermo del Toro. Is he tiny? No, he does. He doesn't do a lot of CGI. He tries to do as much without it. Oh. Except for Pacific Rim. But like Pan's Labyrinth, if you look at how that's made, it's all angles. Like it's all made with like crazy angles to mm-hmm. make to make the uh, perception of everything sure. from the from the point of view of the girl. You can do crazy stuff with cameras. So post production, right? So what you want to do when you get these when you you get this ragtag team you found, call it kids at a, a college or something uh, that are doing it on the side. You want to give them deadlines. I want a round of edits done by blank. Yeah. I want all the raw raw files. Shared. Oh, share them. I want them in a Dropbox folder, and I want it uh, three days from now. It should be 24 hours. But Going back to production real quick, something to remember. Always test what you're doing before you go on and start filming for four hours. Yep. Do a short test. Uh, we do it every time we podcast. We we test it, make sure everything's good to go. Now, this will be the time when we didn't test it and nothing's being recorded. <laughs> but no, it, it, it saves so much time because you can go back. We've done it where it's like you go back and they're like, there is a huge buzz in this audio and yep. there is no way that we can reproduce. It's just- and coverage. If you, can, <clears throat> if you can get two different sources to do video and two different sources to do audio – Make you got to do before you start. Yeah. Make sure you check everything's charged. Sure. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, how I many mean, times have you done that? It's like, really? I, that's not a problem anymore. That's like at the top of my list. Charge everything. But like, but you learned all this out of frustration. Right. 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 You fucked up. Uh, same. Same with me. Yeah. Like the the reason I'm becoming a planner now is out of dad frustration. Yeah. Exactly. But like, it, I forgot what I was gonna say. But let me get that in there. Uh, give you a heads up. Um. Yeah. It's um. A lot of failed attempts that you got to just make sure. You, oh, the two, sh- uh, the second camera that is huge for people who aren't used to talking on camera. Yep. Because, you know, you and I can sit down and have a monologue and get through it and not flub our words. But most people aren't going to be used to orating and getting it out and and doing good takes. You know, acting is not as easy as it seems. So having that second camera, when you're in the post production time, you can cut away if somebody stops and they mess up a word, but the the part before that was good. You can go to that second shot where they did it again and they did it well, and you can cut it together and make it look nice. Yep. Uh, 
we'll do post production in the next episode because that I mean each of these can be really broken up into a third and the pre production po- production and post these could all be their own episodes that literally we could talk about this for three hours each. Yeah, well, we for those people it. making their own, the post production is going to be that's a, a, a big learn. Well, I think it's going to be something that if you've hired somebody, they're going to want to. I guess they're going to take that. I'm thinking publishing and not actual post, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. The, the it's going to take a little bit, and if you need to have somebody, if you don't have any video editing skills, you need to have somebody to help you. Um, especially comedy. Comedy is the toughest. Oh, this yeah. is why Eric's really good at uh, doing editing because. Comedy is the hardest because you have to time it just right. Exactly. You can't leave any fat on that. Mm-hmm. And that like that's a huge mistake you see from amateurs. You ever have a friend show you something, a funny video, and you're like, It's only seven minutes. There's right? something wrong with this. Yeah, I, I like, don't know. It could, it could be a minute, but there yeah. could be a half second on every cut. And any like, sort of lingering, yeah. you lose attention. Comedy is about timing. Work. So uh, I hope this helps. Uh, I think we we can yeah, we'll do better next time. Pretty good rundown, <laughs> given 33 minutes, how to make a, a commercial. Yeah. What about my sweat equity? Check us out, sweatequitypod.com. YouTube, LinkedIn, Vimeo, Facebook, your mom's walkman. iTunes, give that five star. Rate, review, subscribe. Write about it. Ask us a question, we will answer it on air. In that iTunes review.